What's going on, everybody? Hey, 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 hey. We are the Gatekeepers. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Billy. Howdy ho. Um, so this is a fencing podcast all about tips, tools, tricks, and techniques uh, to get you get you going right with everything fence. We have a special guest today, and we will get into that in just a little bit. Uh, close friend of ours, also in the uh, Pensacola area. Well, he's in Pace, right? No, he's in Cantonment. Can't tell me. Okay. Yeah. But he's close. Um, close, still in the uh, Northwest Florida, and then also in other areas as well. We'll get into all of that. We've got a Mr. Chris Steele coming on soon here. Yes, sir. Um, before we get too big into everything, how's your week been, man? My week was good, dog. It was um, different, but it was good. Yeah. It was good, man. What about yours? Fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Fucking wild. I did a uh, first official day working on uh, motorcycles. I know. Which but. has been rad. The fabrication side is going complete right-hand turn. Yeah. And uh, worked on uh, in and out four different bikes. It's pretty uh, pretty sweet. Sweet, dude. Yeah. Yeah, working on a uh, local Triumph dealer. Working on Ducatis and Triumphs and other Euro bikes, which is pretty rad i bet dude yeah, i bet i yeah. bet and after you make sure everything's done you got i was about to say you, you gotta, gotta test drive uh, you it you gotta test drive it right or test ride it yeah you gotta test ride it just to make sure everything's functioning properly before you hand it back to uh back to your client and right it's uh it's pretty pretty damn sweet brother brother hell yeah indeed so, um, it was freezing this morning, guys. Y'all need to check on your Florida friends. We are not prepared for this weather. Yeah, no. Everybody in uh, Northwest Florida, make sure you kind of crack the pipes a little bit. Listen yeah, water yeah it night. was cold this morning, bro. I was freezing, dog. I was using the Bobcat. <laughs> like, I was using the Bobcat's muffler to warm my hands up this morning. I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking cold. Yeah, uh, it's only going to get... Uh, it's only going to get colder um for some reason this is saying that we you are muted. you are muted oh did i kick the cord i might have kicked the cord no we're unmuted we're unmuted now audio mic no mm, did you kick the cord i might have i might have accidentally kicked it all right oh man you kicked the cord dude what's up with that oh no let me double check on here. Sorry, everybody. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. It seems like we are back on track. Cool. All right. All right. All right. You want to go ahead and bring them on? Yeah. Without, without further, further ado, ado, here's uh, another person in the fencing world. He's muted. Oh, there we go. There we go. What's going on, Chris? What is going on, buddy? How you been? Can you, you hear, hear us? us? Oh, you... Why are we muted again? What the hell is going on? Ah, there we go. Can you hear us now? Huh. Yeah. I guess we're muted. Yeah. Uh, just give us a couple seconds. Let's go ahead and uh, just relit our intro music, if nothing All else. Right. All right. Can you hear us, Chris? Are you here now? 
Ah, cool. there we go. Red. Cool. Okay. Awesome. All righty. I don't know what's going on today. No, no, there it is. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? What's happening? Oh, chilling, chilling. not much, man. Just, uh, just doing the old podcast on Tuesdays. How about you? you? Know. What's been going on? Oh, we can't hear you now. Oh, man. I guess we're going back and forth from being able to hear each other, huh? Yeah. Now it's freezing. We work today in the rain. And uh, so I'm just finishing up my day. Yeah. Yeah, man. I worked today, too, in the uh, freezing sleet rain. It was not uh, it was not very fun at all. Um, but uh, I still can't hear you all. Yeah, no. We just got muted again. We're uh, we're muted again. Give us just a second. What's going on here, man? It's never done this before. I have no idea. Okay, that's recording there. <clears throat> Got the high steel look going on. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, everything's okay. everything's I think we're good right. Now. I think we're good again. Cool. All right. All right. All right, yeah. So uh, you guys worked in that sleet and cold rain today? Yeah, we did, unfortunately. Yeah, man. It wasn't very much fun. It was freezing i was warming my hands up with the bobcat exhaust today yeah. i was like yeah, putting them right next to it just warming them up mm-hmm. straps were frozen on the truck wheeler. i texted dan wheeler and said man i don't know how y'all do this because i think it was like something ridiculous the other day 10 degrees or something they were out working Mm-mm. oh my Heck god no no i couldn't do it i i i legit could not do it whenever they said it was going to be 17 tomorrow i was like i am not working outside tomorrow Absolutely not. Find anything and everything else to do <laughs> other like, than work um, outside. I'm not going outside tomorrow and working tomorrow. It's going to be way too cold for that. I uh, I feel bad for about tomorrow, man. I'm going to have to go out there with him. It's it's going it's to be cold. Yeah. It'll be a rough one. Yeah. I had, on, I had on my base layers. I had a pair of long johns over the base layers. Had my true works on, and then I had a base layer, my work <laughs> shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a long sleeve fishing shirt. Oh man! Oh dog! I was I was damn <laughs> near like, like a Christmas story deep. movie. Yeah. Like could barely move my damn arms. It was fucking cold. Um, the um, like the straps were frozen on the trailer this morning. It's like going go on twist them and they wouldn't twist off. I was like, what the hell? Or just going on? Sitting there frozen. Jesus, but. All right, man. Well, um, so Chris Steele, you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. You know, name, yeah, where you're from. All I that am stuff. in Pace, Florida. I'm not in Cantonment, but I'm in Pace, Florida. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I knew it. I thought we were talking about Justin Seconder for a second. I thought you were going to go on the little he's thing from last Florida, week. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah so I'm in Pace. Um, are there offices in uh, South Louisiana? And uh, I work with Mr. Fritz Academy as well. Okay. Busy, All right. Busy, busy. So, so, t- so um, like, tell us a little background. Like, how did you get into the fence industry? What brought you into it? And um, how long have you been into it? Yeah, man. So I grew up, uh, the guy down the street had a fab shop uh, in his garage. And his wife owned a daycare, an in-home daycare. So about 11 years old, I seen the pretty blue light coming through the door. And I'd go in there and stare at it and get yelled at. And eventually one day he said, if you're going to come in here and stare at me, let me set you up and teach you how to sandblast. So, you know, probably, I don't know, somewhere 11, 12 years old, I sandblasted after school one day and he gave me 20 bucks. And that was my first little taste of, um, you know, getting a paycheck or whatever. 
So I worked with him um, growing up, summers. I cut grass and stuff when I got older. I got my driver's license. But he was my main source of income until – basically until I started this. He was like my second dad, and we really butted heads. I mean – Sounds about right. Um, the culture was insane. was bad. Yeah, <clears throat> it was a really bad culture, a really bad environment to be in. Um, he's a great person. We still talk today. Uh, just the culture at that time. The company was young, you know, and I know what he was going through now that I'm going through it. And you know, I, I'm surprised I haven't acted like that because I understand it. But we were butting heads one day, and I, you know, I said I'm going to quit, and he said you'll never make it, or you know, get out of here. I'll, I'll see you next week or something. And I said, man, I'm going to do whatever the hell I got to do not to come here next week, whatever it takes. So I'm not a, I'm not a fence guy, but you know, growing up, I didn't grow up in the industry. I, I literally, I was chucking a truck, man. I had this old truck and started cutting grass and doing some handyman stuff. I had a partner at the time. We were going to change the world, uh, 2015 and February 15th, 2015 is when we started. I kind of handled the landscaping part. He kind of handled the home improvement we were, man, just charging nothing, you know, doing crappy fences when we got a fence. We were, we were that guy. You know, we were that company that was undercutting everybody probably. I literally called a guy in town and said, what do you charge for property fence, man? And he tells me what he charges. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, 11 bucks a foot. Okay, I can do that. Let's do it. Well, that obviously didn't work very long, right? Like how does two people make a paycheck? Um, no workman's comp, no insurance, you know, none of that stuff. So we decided, you know, we were really, we were starting to butt heads for money because we had none, you know, and he got a job offer at DR Horton at the time as a superintendent. You know, he left uh, high steel making $500 a week when we had the money to pay him uh, to like a hundred thousand dollar job. So, you know, we could, couldn't be mad at each other. Right. Um, right. You know, it was kind of a, a mutual thing where like, this company's worth nothing, you know, at the time high steel in my head was this big thing, you know, so I, I got to keep the name, we agree like that uh, I'm going to take the company over the company, meaning uh, some drills and shit we had bought, but nothing like we had maybe had a trailer, maybe. <clears throat> and we are still doing uh handyman building shed, stuff like that. And then the fence stuff kind of t- started taking off our, you know, our town was growing at the time. New construction was popping up and, you know, someone asked me to build a fence and yeah, I, I know what to do. My first fence, man, this is embarrassing. Like I asked around, but like there was not a lot of YouTube like videos or anything back then. There was, you know, maybe some Lowe's videos. I just set the pickets on the ground. You know, I didn't run a string up top or nothing. I didn't know what straight away was. I just set them on the ground because she said she didn't want her dog to get out. And she loved it, you know, probably because she paid me half of what she should, you know, what right. she, she paid me exactly what she should have, but half <laughs> of what a good contractor would have charged. And then the neighbor wanted a fence and, um, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it at the time. It was just wood fence and I just started building fence and I knew something was wrong. Like looking at it, I'm like, you know, that doesn't really look pleasing. Like I seen some people in town, some, some people started kind of talking about me. Hey, that guy, he's a hack. I'm like, yeah, I think I kind of am, you know, but my fifth or sixth one, I'm like, so I'm not doing something right here. So, you know, I tried to get better. I learned how to use a string line. I, you know, I overcame, adapted, overcame, but, um, I got involved with uh, Sean and, you know, got, he invited me to FinSTech that's coming up next week. And man, that's when everything like changed. That's when, you know, I had a couple of people probably then probably had workman's comp and all that, but that was when I seen the professionalism in the industry. And I thought there is nobody being professional in the Panhandle Florida right now that I know of. Like 
it's all construction guys, no shirts, smoking cigarettes in the customer while they're getting a check from the customer, like cussing, screaming, hollering. Uh, you know, no one makes over 12 bucks an hour. Like, I just see this vision and I've seen people like uh, Mark Olson and, you know, Sean King, Tony Thornton, these big names in the industry. And they, they seem like they had their shit together, you know, like this one guy was talking about how he flew his plane there. I'm like, you got to, what do you do for a living? Like, you do, you build fences? You do right. the same thing that I do? All Wait, right. you have a plane? What? Is this, like, is this no Tony way. or is this Mark? Uh, this is Mark at the time. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And, you know, I was just I, literally like I was fish out of water. I was not supposed to be there, but I was just a sponge, man. I soaked it all up. And, you know, I, and at the same time, I had pretty much ran it all the way in the ground. You know, there was no when I reached out to Sean, he invited me to FinSTech. I, I couldn't. I mean, I had no money to go. And I think I maxed out my last credit card to get there. And he kind of took me under his wing. Some other people helped me out. And you know, that's kind of when I got involved with the, the academy. There wasn't the academy then, but that's when I learned how to, you know, start started learning how to run a business. Um, I don't have it all figured out now. You know, nine years later, I'm not an expert. Uh, I've just done a lot of stupid shit. You know, I've just learned from really messing up and really, really doing things the incorrect way that um, it's, it's it's humbling looking back on, you know, like I, I, I drive by some fences that we did 2016. It's like, man. I really want to knock on the door, you know, and just be like, hey, I, I'm just going to tear this shit out and redo it. <laughs> I've had a couple of gate gates. Uh, you know those gate kits from Home Depot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I thought I was doing the right thing. I got a, We got a call last year. Guy had no idea it was me. Just happened to call High Steel Fence. And I go out there, and I rem- as I pulled up, I remembered it. I remember <laughs> I fought that thing. It's a piece of junk. The guy's got cancer now. He wants to make sure his fence is squared away for his children to inherit the house and all that. And I'm looking at him as a man, you don't even recognize me. You don't even know who I am. So don't really care who you are. You know, I just need this fence done. Uh, time's limited. I said, man, I'm the guy that did this, you know, and I am sorry. And it's free. And he's, he's still, he still ended up giving us a tip or whatever and wanting to pay. But um, he said, man, you were super cheap. Like I, I knew what I was getting into. I'm not mad. <laughs> you know, like, I think you did this gate for like $200 or something. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's that's, it's, that's kind of the journey, man. It, it's been a it's been a rough ride. I mean, it's had its peaks and lows, but um, I guess to sum up your question, nine years now. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, that's a long time. So, did you 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 have two separate locations in two separate states? Um, regarding that, like, which one was the first one, and kind of what made you choose the location for the second? Yeah, so um, our Florida location was definitely the first. That's where I grew up. Um, fast forward 2000, all the years are running together, 21-ish. I think into 20, early 21, South Louisiana had a hit, got hit with a big hurricane. A friend of mine has family over there. <clears throat> it's wintertime. You know, I don't have a whole lot going on. And he asked me if I would be interested in providing some supplies, riding over there with him. Yeah, absolutely. So – Backtracking, the, the business partner I had that we're still very close friends today, his dad lives in the area. So, yeah, I'm going to go by and, and he can't get a hold of him. My friends in Costa Rica can't get a hold of his dad. He doesn't know if he's okay. He's assuming he's all right, you know, but can't get a hold of him. So um, we find him and he works uh, He works there in town and the place he works needed some fence. I'm like, nah, man. Uh, I chased hurricane work in Panama City in 19. That's what really just pushed me over the – uh, the top into into almost bankruptcy 
was, you know, being so far from home, not having resources there, not having the capital, capital. And you know, I'm like, I'm not interested. And he, he talks me into that. Just come over all the fabric had blown down around this big facility. Just, just temporary tie this chain link up, you know, we'll pay you great money. We can't get no one over here to do it. Like, um, you know, I, okay. You know, you talk me into it. I have a camper. So again, we're not like, this is when our winters were like real slow. Like we're looking for something to do. And they agree to pay for housing and pay me be able to pay the guys per diem. Like the first time I can actually do this properly, I think, but we go for the week, we get the job done. And that Friday, like they have a meeting and, uh, one of the main people of the company was there in town and he said, man, we seen you out here working over the week and it was raining. Y'all were out there just, you know, working and little does he know I want to go home. You know, like, yeah, I just we want said to get it done and get out. Yeah. yeah. It's cold. It's raining. We're sleeping in the camper. You know, I got my crew and myself in a camper. Like, what am I even doing over here? Helping a buddy out. <laughs> and I uh, said, we want to, we want to get you to replace uh, this 40,000 feet of fence. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's, probably not gonna happen and uh you know they're talking to well we just need this one section you know this one big section let's get it fixed like man this isn't sounding you know this is sounding like 2019 for me this sounds like i'm chasing work and you know i I throw a number out there yeah yeah that's cool all right and at the time um i I knew a guy named trevor from facebook that lived I, i thought close you know maybe 30 45 minutes away so I hit him up on Facebook. I'm like, hey, man, how far are you from home in Louisiana? And he's like, well, where are you at home? I said, right now I'm you know, in front of an airport. He said, I live across the street from the airport. <laughs> like, I'm in mean, this dude's backyard. You know? like, Dang, man. I'm like, you got time to go to dinner? He's like, yeah, yeah. So uh, we go to dinner and he's got, you know, I, I would say the most professional company there, you know, very professional um, installs organization. And he's doing very impressive numbers with a very, very small limited team. Like they are just fence freaking ninjas. But, and he's like, I'm telling my, I'm thinking about doing some work for this company. You know, I'll be in town for a little bit. He said, yeah, in the meantime, you know, I've got all the work you can shake a stick at, like all of it, as as much as you want to do, you know, like maybe that'll fill some days in while we complete this, you know, some of this, this job and long story short, um, I never left. <laughs> uh, one of the guys at the company, you know, is like, all right, I want you to do the rest of it. I said, man, I have nowhere to even keep, like, I don't have a building. I don't have nothing over here. He's like, oh, well, I have a, you know, I got a big, uh, a big lot with a metal building on it. It's got five offices in it. I was like, yeah, I bet I can afford that. It throws a number out like what? I, the culture over there is just really like, once they trust you, like you're in, like if it costs me this much to do it, they understand it. Like they are okay with paying. Um, there's a lot of oil field money down that way, I think. But so I never left, man. And, and I just stayed there <laughs> and it just got busier and busier. And I just started growing. Um, there's a lot, I wouldn't say there's a lot of competition down there. There's some, there's some steep competition. I mean, there's people that's been in business for 40 years, 50 years down there. And I was the guy coming in from Florida, you know, the, like right. that, that guy coming in with everyone's money and who, who can trust him. And, <laughs> Um, you know, once you once I made a relationship with a customer in the neighborhood, it started growing, you know, like, hey, bro, I talked to, you know, Steve down the road, just just get it done, get it on the schedule. He said you're good people. Like, it's just like that over there. Like, yeah, like, nice. here's a contract contract. What you know, it's not a contract for what you think I ain't gonna pay you. Like, I mean, they're like, they're very trustworthy. Yeah, you know, right. But damn sure better do something when you say you're going to. But 
yeah, I just started growing, man. And um, we're blessed over there too. It's, it's definitely been a, a, ro- a rocket, a rocket and a roller coaster. You know, I forgot the struggles I went through with, with trying to hire people um, in Florida. You know, I put an ad out, I'll have people show up the next day because everyone knows me. I've lived here my whole life. Like, you know, if you're in the fence industry here, you know who high steel is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, everything on Facebook's perfect world. So, you know, people just show up. I'm competing with the oil field down there. You know, I put an ad on Facebook. No one even likes it. So I forgot <laughs> what it was like to go through those struggles, man. And um, we went through them. We're still going through them. It's still, a, you know, the first year was over a million dollars in revenue. And it, I mean, it was just fast, you know, like just happened so quick. And you, you forget about all the little things, the SOPs, like the insurances, the, you know, and team member handbooks and different culture, right? Like you can't smoke marijuana here at work. <laughs> yeah, right. Really? Yeah, man. <laughs> like you have a joint in your mouth in our safety meeting, man. You're probably not going to work out. Well, man, no one told me. I, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know. Like just totally starting over. You know? and, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you. Over, that's you wild. Know? You should do that on your own time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What you do at home, I don't care. But, yeah, right. Um, the, the best <laughs> Maybe not do, in the middle of a safety we meeting. About, you know. Yeah, like we're having a Monday morning meeting. Uh, I think at that time we did them on Fridays or something. But like, and he's lights a joint. It's like, dude. But speaking of drugs, you know, it's like, I mean, one time I, I made a joke and I shouldn't have, but I'm like, hey, man, like tell everybody, like, I don't care if you smoke meth at home as long as you come to work. And I didn't, like, I was just, I was so fed up with, you know, the newer guys smoking weed. The guy turns around and he's like, I've smoked a whole wheelbarrow barrel full of meth in my life. I am not working with no meth heads. It's like, Whoa! I've got to step up. I needed to either stop or step up and be a leader, right? And do the right thing and really take this thing seriously. Cause at first it was, Oh, we hired a couple guys to help us wrap up a contract, you know, and it kept going and growing, going and growing. And then it gets to something where you're like, okay, I got to step up and do the right thing, but I'm in Florida. Yeah. So I was there about six months. Um, I neglected my family. I neglected my company at home. I, I don't think it's a great idea to, to jump across states and open a fence location with no standard operating procedures, no rule book. I mean, literally just, you know, at the time I hired a, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. He was getting out of the army to go over and manage it. But, you know, I, I left him with a cell phone. Just call me when you need me. And of course, you know, while we're, when I'm not getting my ass kicked, I can answer the phone and yeah, I'm here to help. And okay, it's how you do that. And we work through it. There's sometimes I got to call you back. But he's sitting there with a problem that he needs an answer to right now. You know, so it was that was a really uh, big learning curve for us. I mean, we it's we have a we, we've basically mended our friendship now, but it's still um, there's still some between us. And I think I let him down just as much as I feel like he let me down, you know, and, and a lot of times as leaders and entrepreneurs and the boss, you know, you think, man, I did what I was supposed to do, but looking back, you know, I set him up for failure. Like I right. set him up for, you know, to have questions with no answers. And man, why didn't this job get done today? He's like, well, dude, I don't know how to fix a driver when it broke. Like right. I called you yeah. and right. I'm trying to close this big deal. You know, I don't have time to tell him how to fix a driver. Like, so you know, I look at, and I, I don't know any much about this, but I look at like franchises and um, people with multiple locations. They were probably a lot smarter than me at first. They probably said, Hey, I should write some stuff down. You know, I should probably make some standard operating procedures. We should start a book. And if the answer's not in the book, let's put it in the book, you know, right. yeah. whatever that case may be. And that's what we're working on right now at, at High Steel is SOPs. 
like big time. Like I, I want the the dumbest question in the world, the dumb question. I want it in a book that you can find digitally, you know, on paper, everything where you can find the answer to it. I want a searchable manual that goes, okay, somebody wants to make a credit card payment. What's our process for that? Yeah. You know, like someone right. finance a job. This broke um, a change order. You know, what do I do now? Like the customer said they'd pay us when we get done and we added a hundred foot of fence, but that's not in contract. Like just the little things that add up so quickly with starting, you know, starting a new branch because yes, at our office, everyone knows what's going on. I mean, most of the time it's a smooth deal, but we just started this thing off the ground with, with new people. Right. Yeah. You know, and expected, <clears throat> I guess I expected everything to run like it did again, school of hard knock. I, I really do some stupid shit, but <laughs> Um, we're very blessed that that we've got it um, to, to running, the phone ringing, somebody going out, you know, having consultations, uh, paying deposits, us putting fence in the ground efficiently now. No one there knew, like none of the people we hired knew how to build fence. I mean, it was just one really? starting over. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting all yeah. fresh. Like, oh man, like everybody. 100%. Like I look at like Mark Olson, you know, he moved and started that deal up and, you know, at first when I see him, I was like, well, you know, Mark's got all this experience and man, he's going to kill it. Dude, you can have all the experience in the world, but you have to teach everything, like every little step, process, procedure. Like there's no one on your team that's that knows anything at all. Yeah. Like, and of course, we didn't start out with uh, Miss Jones, you know, 200 foot of wood fence that we have three days to build it. You know, we went out and sold a hundred thousand dollars worth of work. Like we got to get this stuff done. You know, yeah. I had a guy tell me, the first job I sold as high steel, an older gentleman looked me in my eyes, shook my hand. He said, I pay in cash. I was like, yes, sir. That's fine. You know, for us, it's all got to go to the bank. You know, he said, I don't care where you do with it. He said, if you fuck me over, I will put you up. I will cut you up and put you in my crap trap. Cool. He squeezed my hand. He goes, I'm not lying. I was like, he's, he's first on the schedule guys. He gets, yeah, right. He gets first and the best right? of the best are working on this fence. I don't care if it's snowing outside. You guys go finish that thing. Yeah. We're, we're doing that. <laughs> I don't want to be right cut now. up. And, uh, no, you know, and, and I don't speak like I'm from there. So I'd knock on the door. Hey, you know, Mr. Boudreaux, how you doing? Where are you from, bro? <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, right. it's tough. Right. Tough. That's a rough you know, ride there. People, hey man, you should come work at high steel. And they're like, why? Like, oh, well, we'll start you out at, you know, 15 bucks an hour and hopefully have insurance next month and be able to roll you into a 401k. And they're like, yeah, offshore starts at 25. Oh, well, that's tough, right? How do you turn down that? Right. So to get it to where it is, and and we have a long way to go, man. We're we're not by any means perfect or even almost got it together over there. But we have came so far. Like, it's it's – Amazing to see guys that could not build fence that are just absolutely smashing eight foot razor ribbon, six strands of bob wire, running machinery like this thing. That location will be bigger, I think, than the market. The market there is bigger than the market we have here, and I think they will absolutely blow me out of the water pretty in the next couple of years. Nice, yeah, nice. That's awesome. That man. is awesome. Well, That's we got awesome. a uh, quick segue. We're gonna hit the comments, post them up here. Um, Got a bunch of congrats to you, man, or in uh, shout outs saying, uh, Susan saying that you're the man. Here, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got up, uh, Mr. Joshua Glover saying that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cold. You know it. Mr. Steel in the building. Got Dan Wheeler. Shout out to Dan Wheeler, by the way. Uh, first official 
customer to buy a uh, t-shirt and some stickers and stuff. So appreciate, oh, appreciate it. We also have uh, the hoodies, the mug. Oop, there's a camera. Mugs. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of new t-shirts just dropped yesterday. And we got Chris Gas. Tell him about them Jack Boys, though. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, they saved our ass. <laughs> they saved our ass in Louisiana. What uh what happened with that one? I got I gotta give him a plug in there. I I didn't know if he wanted me to share those experiences. So <laughs> Chris lives about, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours away from that home location. And man, me and Chris become pretty tight over the years. And you know, I'm talking about all this work they got going on down there. And I know the type of people like the Jack Fence is. I mean, it is the, in my opinion, the staple like of the fence industry. Like these guys, just this operation, man, is I I really I get a little emotional about because I've seen what he's poured into it and I've seen what he's done. And it's like when those guys pull up, like all the stress and all the worries, everything just would like go away. Like and he'd pull up like laughing, like, you know, I'm not even gonna say Bogo head is what he always call what he says, but he'd just pull up with his guys and they would get out and freaking annihilate, like just smash fence. Like, I mean, guys, this mud over there, like Demona fence is, is a, is a whole deal. Like it's not just ripping out of the ground real quick. And I talked him into coming down and helping us out. Like, um, I guess kind of subbing from us, but they, he'd bring his team down. Now, you know, Chris is the owner. He's with me in a camper. Okay, his team is in the camper. My my crew's in the camper. We got ten people in this damn camper. <laughs> you know, one shower, one bathroom, uh, plugged into the side of this shop that at the time we couldn't get inside of. So we're all in this camper. And man, anytime I called, he came. I mean, he showed up. You know, hey, I'll be down there on Monday. You know, and and he wouldn't come down and you know come by the shop. Like he would just go straight to the job site. You know, leave it on the five o'clock in the morning. Him and his crew would be down and just smash work. We slept deep. Homa builds character. Yeah, so. I can I can see that, man. I guess that's better than digging holes builds character, right? Yeah, yeah. Homa will change you, man. And that was uh. Now that's you know it's over with. We always joke about that. Like it builds character because it did. Like we were in them trenches. Like we were like legit. Like in the bayou sometimes. Like yeah. I remember pulling fabric out of the like they call it a bayou. Basically like a little river ditch, but it's you know it could be chest deep like pulling the fabric out, trying to stand it back up, you know, quoting a job where, okay, it's got demo, no problem. Like I'll just pull the post out real quick. No, no, (laughs) that's not how it worked. But yeah, they saved our, it wouldn't be there today without them. That's for sure. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, so, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you and the Mr. Fence Academy. And, um, I know, um, I know a little bit of your background on that. You were basically the first member, right? I think um, as much as I'd like to say yes, I mean, I think so. But Sean did a little bit of consulting in the past, you know, that to my knowledge. I think uh, there's a couple of guys he helped out prior to me. I just didn't go away. I just like I told him a long time ago, I'm riding coattails, you know, all the way to the top. And I'm like, a, like I'm just going to be here. When you're done helping me, I'm just here like a pain in the ass because I'm not going nowhere. But, yeah, man, um, you know, going back to that, you know, early 19, um, man, I think I think it was about time that Josh Glover had come down to Panama City. And it was right after I'd met Sean, AFA, and he was helping me out. 
Um, Josh had helped me get some material. Like I didn't have credit nowhere, like kind of went out on a limb, helping me get material. Sean was coaching me, but Sean, Sean just kind of took me in, man. And um, he was fighting some battles at the time. His wife uh, was going through her cancer spell. Um, It was, it was shortly before she passed. And, you know, long story short, he's like, man, we're going to meet every Tuesday. You know, I can't promise you what time this is, but you've got to get your shit together. You know, okay, fair enough. I knew I did. I didn't necessarily know how to do it. Some of it I did, you know, a lot of it was like accountability stuff. Like, you know, as the owner, you know, I don't necessarily need to do my QuickBooks tonight because I'm tired and I worked all day and I don't have time for it. So he, you know, would make me pull all my receipts out, put them in QuickBooks, job cost. You know, I was quoting fence by the foot, you know, at the time. And I didn't understand margin, markup, overhead. Like, I didn't understand any of these numbers, what they meant, how to read a PL, how to read a balance sheet. Like, I mean, I was just oblivious to any of it. I'd kind of figured out how to build fence by that point, but the business side was just not, not my uh, forte. So at the time, you know, I was asking for help and I was like, man, I'll, I'll pay you whatever it takes. He started laughing. He's like, well, uh, you don't really have any money looking at your books, so you can't afford to pay me. <laughs> like, it's funny now, you know, but at the time, man, like I had a, who my wife, who my wife now is my girlfriend at times at home with a kid and I'm not telling her anything. Like I have to like, I'd be like upset at work, like mad, you know, upset driving home. Just have to, you know, wipe the eyes and what's up, what's going on guys. Like, as far as she knew, like the everything was good, you know. My my boyfriend, or you know, fiance, whatever is gonna go to work, and he runs a business, and I wasn't running a business, you know. The business was running me, so yeah, it was kind of like the first uh, academy guy, you know, I guess. And um, I think Cannon Johnson followed separate, followed right right there at the same time, maybe um, shortly after, and that's when uh, that's when things started, man. And I mean, the first retreat was in 2020. And again, even after working with Sean and his team, you know, like it was, yes, Sean King, but Nicole, who works in the office doing all the QuickBooks stuff. At that time, Glenn Miller was um, Sean's coach. Sean had a business coach as well. And I had access to all these people. Like Sean and I had become pretty close. But like when I met with Glenn, this man didn't smile. Like it was it was time to do business. You know, don't show up unprepared, especially when you're not paying nobody. You better bring your shit, you know. And that was that was really when I had to start working, you know, on the business, in the business, yes, but really having to start narrow down, like knowing your numbers. And that's that's one thing that Sean really like taught me was how to know my numbers. Like they may not always be good, but if you don't know that they're bad, they're going to get way worse before you catch it. Right. We found out that in 2019, I was losing about 3% per job, like the way I was bidding them. On average, was losing 3%. It wasn't enough to like, dang, I really lost a lot of money on that job, but I didn't see it because I wasn't tracking anything, you know, another deposit would come in and it's good to go. And that's where, that's where a lot of this Academy stuff comes from for me is like knowing these numbers, accountability, you know, doing the shit that you don't want to do because you're tired or because your wife wants you to go do this or whatever, you know, you need to wake up earlier and do it. That was, uh, I guess the beginning of, of the, uh, the journey, you know, with Mr. Fence Academy. And of course, as time went on, you know, some other people joined and this became a thing. Like Sean's really passionate about teaching. Y'all have been, I know that Billy's been to some of the trainings. I mean, that's, that's his element, like helping somebody else, like in this industry that, you know, he's, he's got a story that a lot of people don't know and it's not my place to tell, but, you know, knowing where, where Sean came from to where he is today and how, how humble he really is. Like, you know, a lot of people see how flashy trucks and 
loud and think, oh, that guy's cocky or he's this or he's just, you know, he's, he's putting on a show. But that man has done more things for me than, than anybody has. I mean, honestly, like um, I've had a lot of help, you know, a lot of help. But he, he's he's definitely put his ass on the line for me, you know, a lot. And seeing this academy grow to members and like now I get to give back. Like it's time for me to, you know, pay my dividends to where I, you know, I was taught is to help people along this journey. And um, it's I'm really proud to be a part of it, you know. Having having people come in all business sizes, you know, I've talked to people that do ten million a year that have no idea what their overhead is. They just don't know. Oh, jeez! Wow. I, I've had a guy tell me literally. He said, "Man, my wife does my books. Sometimes when I go home, she's happy. When she's in a good mood, that means we have money. There's sometimes I go home, she will not speak to me. That must mean we <laughs> that, have no money. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And, and, you know, and I'm not the guy, like, I don't have all the answers. Right. Right. But just being able to track data, like I can't, I'm not the person in the academy. Go, okay. You got some money. I'm going to tell you exactly how to spend that money. Like that's not me, but being able to like to learn how to track the data and know what it means, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at in business. Like we all have something, we can always keep learning, but um, knowing those numbers, man, that's, that's huge. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of other stuff too. Like, we recently, I think y'all got a little piece of the pie. You know, the Academy had, had some opportunity to buy some material at, at a really good cost and, you know, stuff like that plays in too, man. Like, I mean, we saved 40% on some, on a, you know, a couple of truckloads of material that um, got brought to the Academy. And as a group, we were able to uh, bulk, you know, bulk purchase it. That, that really helped. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it a, did. Yeah. And now man, with Nico, you know, Cannon, Cannon did a freaking phenomenal job when Cannon was involved as much as he was. It was just, you know, it was it's so much work being the guy directing it, like leading it, the executor of it. Um, I don't know how he did it as long as he did, you know, but I think Cannon's still hanging around. But now that Nico has, has basically took that role after he sold his company, now with somebody full time, like if anyone knows Sean's, he's got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire, right? Like mm-hmm. he's all over his trainings, you know, con- consulting, like all over the place. But now that we have somebody that is full-time job is to be 100% Academy, man, that's huge. Like, I mean, he'll that's even awesome. tell me, Hey, like he'll shoot me a reminder. Hey, Chris, don't forget you have a meeting today at four. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I knew that. Like, yeah, totally. Um, I remember that a hundred percent. Right. It's, it's evolved, man. And it's, it's crazy to see where, it, you know, where it came from. Because like the first retreat we were like sitting around and, you know, taking all this information in from other people, I think Matt Warner was there, um, Sam Nutello, like these people that have, that know things, you know, that, and they can put them into our terms. Like most fence guys don't know anything about Google ads or rankings or any of that stuff. Like I know I sure didn't. And for someone like Sam Nutello to be involved, to come in and go, Hey, like, I'm going to say dumb it down. Like really like dumb it way down to go. Okay. X plus X is this, right? Like right. all of these people coming together. It's not just Sean. It's, it's definitely not just me. It's not Nico. It's not just James. It's all of these people coming together um, and, and providing a service that, like I said, I'm really, really happy to be a, you know, a part of it. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. We, we've got a retreat coming up um, April 18th, I believe is the date. And man, it's like, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. It's just so much information like coming at you. You know, the first time I went, I'm like, oh, we're going to go hang out with some fence people. This will be fun. And, and man, it was, it was fun, yes. But it was like I was so whooped every day. I mean, classroom. Like, I don't like sitting. 
you know, I like to be up doing something, whatever, but like, you're just so intrigued by all this information that's, that's coming at you. Um, we help you build a budget. Everyone that comes gets a budget before they leave. So, you know, that's, that's huge. If you don't have a budget in your company, I, I, I highly suggest you should, um, at least, you know, it's the best educated guess you can have to see where, you know, what you need to charge without a budget. I don't, understand how you would even charge for your fence. You know, if you don't know what your <clears throat> expenses are and your overhead is like, how do you, how do you know what to charge? So, man, I, I'm, I can't say enough good things about it. I'm proud to be a part of it. I know James, James does a way better job than I do, man. James is a hell of a coach. If, if you join the Academy and you get him, you're, you're luckier than if you get me. I <laughs> oh man. Well, Hey man, that's great. Um, so, I saw you do a couple trainings. Are you still doing some of the trainings? Are you kind of you kind of step back from that? I do some. I mean, if they're if they're in the area, you know, I I want to help out. Like that's the energy that like Sean and Chris Gas bring to those trainings. Like you know, I'll get it done right. Like we'll go out there, we'll build the fence, and we'll learn the techniques. But a big part of it, in my opinion, you know, is that energy they bring. Like Sean is just woo wow one hundred percent. You know, you got Chris Gass that won't stop like that dude while work anybody, you know, and he's there, the energy, all of that. They do a better job, I think, presenting, you know, the energy that way. I love to do the trainings. I love to see when it clicks, like driving post or even when we were dry packing. Sorry, I'm going to say that, you know. But, you know, when we were dry packing and it's people that did, you know, wet mix concrete, their, you know, their whole life and they see it's working. It's like, OK, well, maybe it does work. Um the best one we were in Hawaii one year, I was blessed enough that Sean let me tag along for this training and nobody wanted to listen. I mean, this is first morning and everyone's just, you know, oh, no. just I mean, it was, yeah. it was like, I was Talking like Sean, to a brick wall at that point. Man. Yeah. And like 30 of them. Right. Oh, geez. They kept saying, Oh, is that how it works <laughs> on the mainland? Oh, I bet. You know, just kept like kickback, kickback, kickback. Finally, I'm like, look guys. All right, look, everybody's getting paid to be here today. Like, like this is 7 8 o'clock in the morning. I was like, let's have fun at least. If, if none of this crap works, we'll tear it all out. We'll do it your way. Right. Like, everyone's getting paid. Let's have fun. And man, by the end of the day, these guys were running around high five and jumping, calling Sean a fence cyborg, like <laughs> inviting us to their house for dinner. Like just 100% took us in, in their culture. And, and man, it's like, that's what I really like seeing is that switch, you know, that, that knowledge turn, and like they, everyone has tricks. Like every time I've done a training, I've learned something too. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I bet. Um, for instance, you broke a sprinkler line hundred percent. So yeah. it happens for us all the time. We broke on one time and I was fixing it. You know, I was getting ready to fix it. And a guy had a drill bit that was the same size as the coupling, but the coupling has that lip in there, right? Yeah. And you just stick it in there and take the coupling out, drill and it out slide it in and, and slide it back line. over. I've never done that. Knew nothing about really? it. Really? Yeah, like I've been doing this crap <laughs> this whole time the wrong way. Maybe not the wrong way, but a different way. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You know, I'm always picking up golden nuggets, you know, as well. So the trainings are, you know, we build fence the same way, I, you know, as, as the academy does and uh, Mr. Fence does. And truly a way for, you know, teachable, repeatable, measurable process that you can hire a guy that doesn't have a lot of fence experience. You don't need a fence ninja. You know, that's. That's the biggest thing is I, I see like where companies stop growing is because it takes so long to train somebody sometimes, you know, like you can't hire a guy and two months later they go run a job normally, you know, for us now, a couple months, I mean, they can go build our most common fence. I feel confident they'll get it done. It's going to take them a little longer, 
but it doesn't take them a year or two to get trained up. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you can teach not, them the uh, the I'm skills that they need, but not the speed, if you will, because speed is yeah, definitely right? something comes that comes with time and and only with time. Absolutely. Right, it comes right, but sometimes when you get that third truck or fourth truck going, you need them to go put in the fence. If it's 120 foot, and it takes them all day, and they get it done, and they won. Like heck yeah, you know, and don't be and like that's the thing with culture, you know. I want to touch on that for a second. Is like when you do hire those new people, don't expect them to go out and build fence like you do the same speed. You know, I used to, I used to think that like, why did they not get that 220 feet up today? Like I could do it. And then, you know, it took me a little while to realize like, well, for one thing, they don't own the company and they're not going to work from 5 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. You know, number two, all yeah, those right times there. I got that really big job done the same days. Cause it was an easy job. Let's be honest. I didn't run into all the problems. Like, so that's kind of the, you know, the deal with knowing your numbers in the Academy is tracking all of that data and finding out an average section per man hour you can put in for in a day bidding accordingly like i don't need to bid this 250 foot fence for one day for two people because my numbers tells me that's probably not going to happen right right so it taught me a lot about culture as well you know is not not pushing these people going back to that 100 foot if they go slam that out and it takes them all day but they get it done and the customer comes out and she's happy and they get a review that's worth something you know all you do is 100 foot today like that's not that's not a good attitude to have about it i know that's, yeah. that's a kind of off in a rabbit hole but um, no, I, I fully, I, I, I fully agree with that. Like on that same note, it's uh, like that was one of the things where like me and Billy became so tight is like Billy trained me with fencing, and every single time, no matter if it's like I'm slower or you know picking up the pace or anything like that, the whole time it's like, yo, good shit, good shit, good shit, and like not just fencing, but any job I've had, it's like. That's how you teach somebody properly. And like he took me under his wing, you know, showed me everything, showed me all the ropes with with building fence. And I was like, this is this is fucking dope. Like, I like this. Um, like when I'm doing fabrication out in the in the garage and stuff like that, it's like he'll sit there and take pictures of it when he comes in. Like he'll be he'll be out on the field putting up a fence. I'm back in the shop, like welding the whole day. And He'll go post pictures on Facebook and just like, yo, he got this whole thing done in one day and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, a lot of other people may be faster than me or whatever it is and, and yada, yada, whatever it may be. But like that little like little bit of hype that is not like, oh, that's all you did. It's like good shit, man. Like good job. Da, 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 da. We're speeding up next time. Each time we're speeding it up and yada, like whatever it may be. It That really you know, hypes you up and it really makes you want to drive further and, 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 and go harder the next time around. It's like, Oh, look, I just did this by myself. Next time I'm gonna try to cut that speed in half. And next time I'm gonna try to cut that down even faster. And it builds like a positive culture, as you said. And, and that positive culture yeah. really, I mean, that's what started the gatekeepers podcast, like positive in, in all reality positive reinforcement goes a long way and you know i really found that out as being a father and uh learning my way through fatherhood and you know being a myself being a hot-headed 20 year old you know i realized real fast that like just getting mad at a freaking two or three year old it doesn't do anything no so like i use that and i 
like I used it because like once I started teaching people how to build fence, I fucking fell in love with it. Like I love to teach people. It's almost the same thing. When I see that light bulb go off, that's that's all I need. You don't even have to pay me. All all I want to see is that holy shit, I've been doing this the whole time and I could have been doing it like that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. That is the thing that I love. And I find that if you give even if they didn't do it fast enough or they didn't reach a quality standard and it may be their second or third fence don't beat them down be like hey look you messed that up but here's how you can fix it next time and like avoid that and i find that people learn and they want to do better if you build them up instead of break them down even whenever they've done something wrong yeah 100 percent, man like I look at the place I used to work and there was a lot of, uh, a lot of curse words, right? A lot of yelling, a lot of, and, you know, looking back, I get it. You know, I probably done some stupid shit, deserved it, but it just, it just ruins everything at that point. Like, I mean, it just, anything that went positive is now a negative and it, it, it does absolutely nothing. And, you know, with the training it's a two way street, like I said, like, yes, even with the Academy, like I'm, I'm, I'm a coach, right? I'm coaching, but I'm learning so much stuff too. Like it, it's not just me. I don't have all of the answers. You know, I can say, hey, hang on a second. I've really done that wrong. Like, I suggest giving this, you know, a different perspective, but I'm learning as well. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I've seen it today. I posted, like, I still post in the group, ask questions. I want other people's opinions. Like, I mean, we've been to trainings and shown people how to do something, and they're like, well, just hear me out for a second. Like, yeah, what you got, man? And I'll do something. And even like Sean's been like, holy shit. Wow. Like, yeah compare this, you know, you put this with this, holy, now we've really, you know, we've really got something here. So I don't think it ever ends, you know, with, with the whole learning aspect, um, you know, being able to assist somebody along the way is great, but I, it's, I'm selfish too. You know, I, I want to learn something as well. So two way street with that. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, man, I just completely forgot what I was about to ask you. I'll blank that off. If we could put the Academy <laughs> logo up behind you on the screen, I think so. I think yeah. We yeah. We can, uh, we yeah. can throw a banner. You got a, uh, a website or anything you'd like to put on there? I'm talking, I think we can do some, uh, some soundproofing and maybe get a little, uh, uh full-time logo back there behind y'all. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that. I, I like that well. I like yeah, that we, as well. Uh, in case anybody is, is kind of curious, uh, the change and everything, uh, we are now running the show from, uh, my office in the house. So I usually have a spare mattress in here in case anybody stays over or whatever, but I've got like giant vinyl plotter over here on this side. I've got uh like all this uh screen printing, sublimation printing, everything. It'll all on be this. fixed next week. All electronics. It's kinda like thrown together uh last minute with uh with switching it into this room. So uh there's a lot of things that, that we need to move around and change and, and get situated. But uh, in case everybody's like, what the hell is that random green square behind everybody? Like, it's, a nice, is, it's a nice memory foam mattress. It's a really nice mattress. Yeah, it it's is. a nectar. <laughs> that's, the, that's the spare bed. It's comfortable. It but, is comfortable. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's, it's legitimately a mattress. Yeah, it's a legitimate mattress. It's a nice comfy mattress. <laughs> but yeah, no, we've uh we've talked about that and um uh we're going to set up a, a Zoom with Sean for this upcoming week so that way we can get all that uh yeah. All that handled. It was it was like what was it like 7:45 on Saturday or Sunday something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I was sitting there, we were 
me and my wife were, were playing rummy mm-hmm. at the coffee table and my phone dings and I'm like, hmm, whatever. And then it does a little two minute ding. And I was like, huh? And it said Sean King. And I was like, what does Sean want on a Saturday night at 745? So I went over <laughs> there and looked cool. at it. And I was like, babe, we're gonna have to pause rummy for like 25 minutes. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I got to call Dan. <laughs> yep. yeah, so, so me and him chatted for a little bit and uh I'm glad he's texting working you out all, text me all the kinks 3 30 in the morning yeah yeah man let's go and i'm like to back to bed like what are you doing? yeah right 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 let's <laughs> go back to bed the only place i want to like, go right now is onto my every pillow. once in a while i'll call his bluff on it you know i'll just call him what's up man oh just like he's out doing it. i'm like oh never mind i messed up and then we're on the phone for an hour and like, yeah to work at this point, you know <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious that's all right it. well hey man um we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we've yeah. hit our uh that we've hit our time limit so um we're gonna go ahead and call it um can you uh drop your what's your website real fast so that way we can go ahead if you want to go ahead and follow chris give him a like share and follow on facebook Highsteel.com is the website. Homeoffense.com. I don't know our Facebook stuff. I was not prepared. No, no, no. You're <laughs> all right. There should be an E after the L, bud. Oops. Yes, sir. And I like y'all's Facebook um, like person. Speaking of, y'all's Facebook person, I like the live action shots. I like the, the random candid shots where they have no idea that you're taking pictures of them working. Yeah. I really do like that. Of you like It'd that. be a lot better if I got our, our uh, people, the content they request every week when they're screaming at me going, send us content, send us content. That's one thing I just got to get so much better at, man, is we have a great videographer, photographer that um, comes out, does all our shoots, does everything. And then we sent, we turn that data into a company and we just have not done it in a while. Like, right. We've got some pictures out, you know, company cam pictures and stuff going up lately, but they are screaming at me for videos and content. I'm like, yeah, like I got, you know, I'll just sit down and do that real quick. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will yeah, say no big deal. I will say without naming any names, all of y'all's, all of y'all's um, like pictures, they no longer work for you. Like every time I see one, I'm like, up. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we're a little outdated. <laughs> We're a little outdated, man. But no, man, I really do love like all of those just in the moment pictures instead of like a fence and some big ass, you know, paragraph about the fence. It's just very short, sweet. It's a picture of somebody, whether it be carrying a concrete bag or holding a nail gun, not even shooting it. I love the candid pictures that you guys it's get. Just real. It's in the moment. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's real. And, and that was not planned, honestly. Um, this photographer that we hired just came out and, you know, was like, hey, I, I, obviously we want to showcase fence. That's what we do. But, you know, there's, there's, how many times can I show a six foot stockade style pine privacy fence? You know, not right. that many times. So um, the photographer was like, hey, man, let's get some shots of what happens when like someone comes into your backyard. Like, what is the customer going to see? They're going to see the guy carrying a bag of concrete when it's 120 degrees. You know, they're going to see all of this. So, hey, man, give it a shot, you know, and uh, we we've been getting some compliments on that. So I definitely need to work harder. It's probably half of what it should be and can be. So I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Cause now I'm going to say it publicly that I'm going to get better at it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to hold you to it, man. There we go. Yeah, Next time sure. we're on the show, we're going to bring up your Facebook 
Right. Yeah, yeah, remember the last time, and then yep. here goes a clip cutting back. I'm gonna work <laughs> on my 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 social media, and then it's like, yep. Chris, you've been slacking, buddy. All right, man. Uh, but we do, we do. We like are. It, it's good. We're gonna let you go. Thank you so much for being on the show, Chris. Uh, truly appreciate everything you do uh, for the industry, for us personally. Um, love you, man. You have a wonderful night, all right? Indeed. Thank we you appreciate all. it. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Absolutely, man. See you. Right. Take care. All right, everybody. We are back with just us. Um, Chris is an excellent dude, man. He's always He's always been there. Anytime we kind of need a, a last minute something, it's like, yo, let me borrow this real quick. And he's like, I got you. No problem. Yeah, man. It's, uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, man. We definitely need a soundproof this room. I can hear my dog barking. Yeah. Over and over. And a little rat. Yeah. That'll be all right. Got a Chihuahua right. pug mix. And uh, this is just this is just temporary. <laughs> it will not be here next week. Yeah, all right. I promise you guys. Yeah, we also recently just, moved uh, and like have only unpacked half of our shit. So it's <sighs> we've been working on it. It is what it is. And I worked yeah. outside today in the sleet and the the freezing rain. And I know y'all are gonna make fun of me that are people that are like living in it yeah, and like, like deal I'm with snow on a daily basis every single day this florida boy is not all right all right no, no. it was freaking cold as hell today it's the first time i've ever had straps being frozen that's a that's a wild one there i mean like i unrolled it because you know how we roll them up mm-hmm. and i just it made a noise when i dropped it i was like <laughs> holy shit that strap is really frozen it's solid i'm like <laughs> Like all right, so. that's wild. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, yeah, it was I, I remember cool. first moving up here from uh, from South Florida or Central Florida, um, and coming from Tampa, it, it does not it gets like maybe sixty degrees out. Right, like that's our cold, and I'm like, oh shit, I should probably throw some long jeans and like, you know, sweater like a thick jacket on. I'm like, sixty degrees is freezing, and then like I moved up here in October. And I remember it was like two months later, we had a uh, garden hose out back freeze over and burst and like water everywhere. And I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is this? We're in Florida. <laughs> this is still Florida. What is going on right now? Like, this is not Yo, real. The panhandle's cold. Don't play. I've lived. I've lived in D.C., and I've lived in the panhandle. And I will tell you what, I will take DC cold over the panhandle cold. See, the worst thing here is it's like waves. So you'll have like super hot days and then like you wake up in the morning and it's 30 degrees. Oh, yeah. Like uh, two days ago, it was 68. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's 20. Or how it's supposed to be 17 degrees tomorrow, but on Friday it's going to be 65. Yeah. Yeah. And then just fluctuating. The hell? Man, my, my immune system does not like that. No doubt. I start getting the sniffle. Yeah. Getting clogged up and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, oh, this rapid changing back and forth and back and forth is killing me. Yeah. It sucks. Well, hey, guys, since we haven't uh, done this um, like tonight, uh, go check out the merch store. Go check out what your boy Dan added. Um, the tank top idea was mine. Yep. That was only mine. Yeah. No, that was my only idea. Yeah. 
Everything else I made was, one of the designs, and he's like, was, Yo, that would be hot as a tank Your boy top. Dan, and he sent them to me. I think it was like Sunday night, and I was like, dog. I was like, those are fucking nice. I was like, you need to take that bottom one, though, and stick with the 90s style and just make a tank top out of it. Just straight mm-hmm. up tank top. Yeah, we got some floral print ones. Um, two different designs with, with kind of like a floral kind of. What you'd see in Florida, yeah, for like tourist Florida. Damn, I was, like, I was about it? to say basically what I wear during the summer. Yeah, yeah, me too, <laughs> me too. I was born and raised in Florida, lived uh, here my whole straight life. Straight up tank top I go life, full dog. tourist. Oh, dude, I go full tourist in this thing. I have like thirty-five tank tops. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I figured we'll 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 rock some uh, some new designs because we are closing out towards the. Uh, getting closer to the end of the month we're we're officially halfway through i still gotta so, buy mine i know i know you've been slacking uh, you've been just slacking. keep forgetting dog it's all good just but, keep forgetting. um we're about we're about halfway through the month so figured well uh we got two weeks left of the um nine 90s cup baby yeah the 90s cup one you've got the uh 2024 supporter down the side and uh the gatekeepers logo on the other um the new hoodie does have a cool little design running down the side of it it's going to be a long-term design we actually have another artist other than myself working on some stuff and we'll uh get to that when it's a little bit closer to uh ready to i love it it. Uh, i love it but we got a lot of stuff um we also have fence tech coming up really soon and um as of right now, I'm not 100% sure if I'll personally be able to make it. Just personal stuff going on. Um, it's going to be a little bit harder to uh, to make it all the way up there and everything. But I know Billy will be gone. And we have a bunch of stickers that will be in very, very soon. Yeah. And if you see this man, grab a sticker from him. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. I'll give you one. We got a whole boatload of them uh, just, to, just to hand out. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. You put them on your hard hat, put them on your toolbox, and put them on whatever you want to, bro. Put them on your work truck. There we go. Yeah, put them on the back of the work truck. There we go. XYZ fencing. <laughs> First podcast. That's how you know they're approved. There we go. You got to get gate- <laughs> gatekeeper approved, right? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. How's my driving? Call 1-800-Gatekeepers. <laughs> Call 1-800-Gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's hilarious. All right, man. Go ahead and take us out. Yeah, man. With all that being said, we appreciate you guys <laughs> listening in, tuning in, and turning up. And for all things fence-related, build them straight, build them strong, and build them sturdy. We are your gatekeepers, and y'all have a wonderful night. Wow.